0: good evening everyone um this is john day here with the weekday bugle um sorry i've been sorry i didn't do an episode yesterday i was um i was busy like i said i announced it on my instagram and my facebook and twitter that i was um busy yesterday i was preoccupied with um something i was doing early, um yesterday evening so i just hopped on i just decided to hop on real quick and uh give you guys a little small little brief episode on um um, on uh, quite a quite a I'll admit two, maybe three topics. Um, I was Jonas. I'm trying to split it evenly here because I got to go to bed here in about uh, tw- uh probably tw- um, 25 minutes. So um, today is day six of uh, Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, and um the Ukrainians are still holding off. Um, I know a lot has been going on over the weekend. Putin uh, had a, there was a Saturday, Saturday, I think Friday through Saturday, there was like a, a, a convoy that went on for like three miles. And then um, on Sunday, I think Sunday evening, or I think no, I think it was yesterday evening, they spotted like a 40-mile a long convoy um, of Russian tanks that was headed towards Kiev. And it was, I think they said they were trying to surround um, Kiev in like a fishhook position. And they were moving on, no, moving in. And I, or they reported earlier this afternoon that the the convoy ran out of gas, and they're stuck. They're, they're stranded out. They're, they're stranded a few miles outside of Kyiv. So I, I, I would expect the Ukrainian resistance and the army to close in on them to try and take out the tanks. One, one Ukrainian was reported to to say, if the if the Russian convoy makes it into in, in, in here, and we find the convoy. Well, blow, I'll, I'll burn the, I'll burn the tank, I'll blow the tanks up. <laughs> so, so they might have been. Sounds like the Ukrainians might have their hands on RPGs and explosive devices. They're utilize, they're utilizing whatever they can to fight off the Russians. But they're very, they're very, very brave people. And President Zelensky is still shown to be in, is still said to be in the country. <laughs> very brave guy. I wish our leader. I wish. I wish. I wish, I wish President Biden was like that. <laughs> But I'm just to hope, just hope that, hey, that we don't ever have to have a position. I'm, I'm hoping that we don't ever have to get put in, a, in such a position. Haven't been in such a position for a very long time. Fight, fighting a war. Been a long, especially, especially on our own home soil. It's been a long time. But the Ukrainians are still holding off so far. And... It's it's, it's already day 6 and vladimir putin is probably, vladimir putin is likely fuming in his little lair over in moscow in the kremlin very probably, likely very angry that his invasion isn't going as planned and it's not going as quick as he thought it was but the bad thing is the longer the ukrainians hold off the more determined putin might get the more frustrated putin's going to get and he's probably going to resort to other means to try and capture ukraine more destructive means, and of course, you may have heard over the weekend that Putin apparently seems to have broken war crimes. Of, 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 he, must, he, seems, he sounds like he broke the Geneva Convention, so he broke the laws of war, and apparently he used um, vacuum bombs, which are banned in the Geneva Convention. And he's been discri- and the army. His army has been discriminately charging kids. And um, destroying civilian infrastructure, which they've been doing that. But over the weekend, they bought they, they shelled a kindergarten. They, they shelled a kindergarten, just like they did in the big, in the opening phases of the invasion. They shelled another kindergarten, and they shelled a nurse a shelled a nursery, and they've shelled so they've shelled a lot of innocents, and a lot of innocent kids have been injured and killed. So far, I think they said fifteen something kids have been killed, and they said another forty five children have been injured and um hundreds already have been displaced and they there's been ten there's been thousands of ukrainians that have been fleeing across the border and um coming back to fight and the ukrainian government has um report- has said so and reported that and tonight biden um and hearing about um I'd like to say 45 minutes or so. Biden's going to give his um State of the Union address tonight, and he's got a, he's got a lot of issues that he should be tackling, but instead, I think um I read that he was um planning on targeting only the economy and the ongoing invasion in Ukraine. Two big po- those are two big topics and he's try- I think he's going to try and hit those points and try and get as many points as he can, though um Sure is. It's gonna be past his bedtime. <laughs> past my bedtime too. But he's got a lot of issues that he should be focusing on, and it's not just the economy. Which I mean, the economy is a huge issue as to why many Americans are not favor favoring Biden at at the moment. That's a that's a huge issue that all Americans I think are united against Biden for. That a lot of Americans, while a lot of them don't blame him, a lot of them are very frustrated because of the, the economic situation. And a lot of people can see it straight through the bullcrap that Gen Saki is feeding the public, saying, "Oh, the inflation is only transitory; it'll go away after a little while." Well, well, straight back. what well, we'll circle back. It's been here for about a year. The inflation has been going on ever since he shut down Keystone XL, and, and. Another pipeline that he shut up that I think that he shut down a while back, but there's also the matter of illegal immigration. That's a big one that I don't think Joe. Of course, I'm surpri- I'm not surprised if Joe doesn't mention it because he's been because a few months ago he and I think still he's been flying um illegal aliens into the country, flying fly flying, flying them into the country and in, in secretive nighttime flights, and uh, apparently um. The government apparently, um, Peter Ducey, a couple months ago, exposed um, the um, midnight flights, and Jen much to Jen Psaki's, um surprise, and she tried to um, cover it up a little bit and make it not look so bad by saying, "Oh, well, we call those late night. They're not; those aren't early morning flights. Those are night; those are late night flights." Ugh. And you know, messing about saying and trying to cover up, cover up for Biden, saying that there's not that many of them and all and whatnot, and saying they're late night. There, those aren't. Early morning flights. Those are late night flights. <laughs> it's like what? It's like whatever. We don't care if it's early morning or late night. It's the wee hours of the morning, <laughs> or late during the night. <laughs> so, and it seems like Jensaki was a little bit scared, a little su- surprised, and a little bit scared that she got at that she got asked that question, that, that burning question. <laughs> And she didn't seem to like that very much. It seemed a bit frustrated when I, I watched I watched her receive the answer, the, the question from Ducey, <laughs> and she didn't seem very happy that he that she got asked such a burning question. That it seems like the public got leaked some of this information, <laughs> but it's not a it's not a surprise. Um, though, though, I've heard. I remember Obama deported like a record-breaking number of illegal immigrants back during his administration. That, so they like to fuss at Trump, saying, "I'm um, saying that he deported all these illegal immigrants and put them in cages, um, and, and put put them in cages for months and separated them from their parents." Uh, I don't know. What about Sleepy Joe's cages and what about um, Barack Obama's cages and sending them back to the Senate, sending them back home? I don't know, man. I don't know, but nobody. I don't know, but I, but whatever. You don't hear anybody talking about Barack, right? You don't hear anybody talking about Barack Obama deporting people, right? They're not going to go after him. Why? Because he's a Democrat. And it it's two narratives. But yeah, the invasion of Ukraine is still ongoing, and Putin um, is supposed to, if the invasion if we if the invasion ends and we're able to get our hands on putin they say they want to have to they want to have him tried before a military tribunal they want to have they want to have him tried before an um, international um court and they want they want to try him for war crimes against uh, and um this um i posted it about I posted um, something um, that Fox Fox News reported, and I'm sure many others will talk about it too um, in the com- in the coming hours or probably minutes. Um, but it's but I posted that um, Ru- that the Russians that had bombed a Holocaust memorial site called Babi Yar where more than thirty thousand Jews were murdered by the Nazis during World War II. So you know that Vladimir Putin had his pretext for invading Ukraine was because Ukraine is part of Russia, Ukraine is historically Russian, and the Ukrainian government has been committing genocide against the Russian Federation, against people of the Russian Federation, and been committing genocide against um people in the Donbass and the Lugansk region, and all that. And he also mentioned he wants to denazify Ukraine, so in other words, he believes that the that the um, Ukrainian government is run by Nazis, and it's kind of ironic because President Zelensky is Jewish, and his parents fought against the Nazis for the Soviet Union during World War II, and he's, his, his, his grandparents fought for the homeland, so it's kind of ironic that, um, Putin is saying that Zelensky's government is, uh, is based off of Nazism, which, And, in part, Putin's claim is partially true. It's only got a little bit of a grain of truth to it, but not really. Because, um, what what Putin might be referring to is, um, some Ukrainian army units, which are far-right militias that have been integrated into the Ukrainian army. So he could, he's referring to the, um, to the, um, to the Azov Battalion, which is a neo-Nazi, um, um, militia in Ukraine, which, um. Was integrated into the Ukrainian army. Um, um, I think post twenty fourteen, after the um color Revol- after the um Euromaidan revolution, in Ukraine. So, this is what could be what Putin's referring to, but and uh, but but his justification is still wrong, because the government of Ukraine is not, um, based off of Nazism. It's a democratic country, which voted in Zelensky vote, vote, votes in presidents. And I believe Zelensky is a, is the sixth president of Ukraine so far, as an independent country. And the Ukrainian people had the right to revolt against a pro a pro Russian president, who was more friendly to more friendly to Vladimir Putin and essentially made Ukraine a puppet of Russia. And this is what you, And this is what um. And in response to the revolution, Putin sent uh, Putin sending his army to Crimea to annex Crimea, at um. In, um to get his revenge on the revolutionaries in Ukraine that were running the capital of Kiev, and which he is now trying to oust these the, the post-revolutionary government in Kyiv which still technically didn't change the system of government but rather he, they just wanted to get rid of the president and he refused to leave office so they revolted and they got rid of him and he fled the country and he fled and his government fled as well so they and then of course they um they um in a crisis situation they elected um a leader to lead the country and that became their next president and of course after that they you know they went back to electing presidents without russian threat and they annexed crime and the russians annexed crimea and then afterwards they, the russians were funding rebels in in the donbass region to, to try and fight the ukrainian government which the ukrainian government wanted to put down these rebels because this is their ter- is it, this is a territory in their within their country so and this, as as long as it's uh, insurgency within their borders then they deserve, they have the right to protect um and um get rid of, get rid of these revolutionaries then they had that right because these are pro-Russian separatists. But now it seems like Vladimir Putin has officially shortened the border of Ukraine. So now he's declared these two these regions republics, so to speak. And they have a, they seem they sound like they sound very communist in nature. That's kind of that's kind of the scary part. And they're emboldened because they think they can. They're fighting a uh, regime run by Nazis, and they're being brainwashed by Putin. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I think I'll leave it right there for tonight. And, I'll, and um, tell me what you fellas think um, about all this. And we'll see if the Ukrainians can hold out for much longer. Because like I said, it's day six. And it's been a good week. And I'm not sure what Putin's next strategy is going to be. Because as you all know, he's was threatening to use um he was threatening nukes if the west should intervene in the conflict and then a few days ago he um put his nuclear forces on high alert which is ter- which is a terrifying prospect because he could be threatening nuclear war and that's a t- that's something terrifying for us to think about because you know, we haven't seen anything on this level since World War Two and especially not on this level since the Cuban Missile Crisis back in nineteen sixty three when um Crushe was threatening to launch missiles at the United States from Cuba. <laughs> but and it's this is it's pretty scary it's, it's a scary situation and it's escalating. it's escalating fast and it's been escalating and and they're still waging war on the on the Ukrainians. And they have a 40, and then of course they have that 40-mile convoy of Russian tanks that that has been moving towards Kiev. And I'm not sure if they refilled it on gas yet. They said it, they they claim that they ran out of gas, but some think that they're just um trying to re, um um make more make maneuvers and try and, um reposition themselves and, and um get organized. And then they and then we think they're gonna keep moving towards Kiev. But think about it guys, a forty mile long convoy of, mil- of of military vehicles and tanks and all kinds of stuff. These is this is these are tank crews and heavy infantry soldiers. And they have armored trucks filled up with filled up with more um soldiers. This is and it's a bad situation. And um it seems like Putin's about to bring down the hammer and the sickle on Ukraine. And it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty. And it's day six, and I don't think Putin's got much more patience in him and I think he's gonna start laying he's gonna start laying down the hammer in a few um in a couple more days, he can't take it anymore. I can imagine he's probably in the Kremlin, fuming, probably very angry. And we'll see. Um and um you guys will be able to stay up and see what Biden has to say tonight at the State of the Union address. You guys can stay up and watch and see how he does, and see if he mumbles, bumbles, and stumbles. And y'all can go ahead and grab some popcorn and laugh at him all you want, but um, you guys can stay up and watch him and see how he does, but I'll be going to bed. Anyway, um, you all have a good night, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon on tomorrow's episode, and we'll see if the situation, we'll see if we, I'll, I'll present any updates that I co- that I find on the situation. Anyway, I'll talk, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow and y'all have a good evening.